everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, where we have eye-opening conversations with all types of fascinating tango professionals. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to all you first-time and newer listeners. Really glad you're here. I hope you're all doing well and staying safe and sane. Really quick before we start, if you're enjoying the podcast, please take a quick moment to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review. That really helps out. And supporting the podcast is really easy. I'm accepting donations through PayPal, or you can support the show through Subscribestar. Links are in the description. Okay, my guest today started studying tango way back in 1998, just as the tango renaissance was taking off. He studied with a number of masters and became part of the revolution that would later become known as Tango Nuevo. For over a decade, he's been honing his well-known teaching method and is regularly sought after to teach at workshops and festivals all over the world. And with me now is Marcelo El Chino Gutierrez, Marcelo, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. It's great to be talking to you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I was, you know, something interesting. I was really looking. I heard some of your podcasts and I was like thinking, wow, it would be nice to talk with Joe. (laughs) Thank you so much for real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for being here, Marcelo. So uh, what are some new things you're, you're trying while, while in lockdown since we can't really go out to milongas or, or classes? What I'm trying, what I'm thinking is new ways. Mm-hmm. I do believe that this this is a time for rethink what we are doing, like like a regroup moment. Yeah. Uh, historically, this is not the first time that tango is in such a pressure or such a age of disappearing. It happened a couple of times before, mm. and every time that the tango had this pressure, like any social interaction when it came back came back renew with new energy and new ideas Mm -hmm. so that is interesting yeah because you started in in the late 90s right that was just a great time you know to to get into tango because it's that's right when the renaissance was about to really explode exactly exactly i yeah i don't remember when was it It around (laughs) 96 97 okay that, around that time yeah and yes that time was exactly kind of like this because tango was just reserved for close and dark places like club Almagro or el beso i don't know if the people who are listening there is a there was there's a milonga here in buenos aires called el beso and el beso is really popular nowadays mm-hmm. and before it was popular too but uh, it was more reserved for these old milongueros that do whiskey in the in the table and mm-hmm. dark <laughs> a lot of smoke and there was actually literally there was no people normal people dancing and then we arrived mm-hmm. young kids and we changed it and, yeah. and now tango is what it is now yeah yeah so you said it was mainly the old milongueros uh dancing us but you came into this you were one of the young kids how did you fall in love with with tango you know something that i i didn't understand before mm-hmm. but now i do uh, i didn't find tango I think the tango find me. I love that phrase now that I am a little more mature because there is a phrase in Argentina that says, el tango te espera. The translation is, tango is waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And, and what I understand about that in my life, in my case, is that in, in that time I was doing it because it was fun to dance, it was fun to be with friends. The chicks were, with, were hot <laughs> and I was into the movement and, and, and I, I was not really thinking what I was doing, just having fun in that time. Mm-hmm. 
something exotic, something out of the of the of the normal. I was in the underground world, so I felt I felt like a rule breaker in some way. Yeah. And then I started to realize that tango is helping me in many ways in my shyness, in my artistic de de development, mm -hmm. my life relationship with the other sex, mm -hmm. my own fears. So now I understand that tango was calling me and helping me to be a better person. Yeah. Yeah, I like that you said about um, tango looks for you. That's that's very true because <laughs> a lot of people, I think about a lot of your students probably have, have felt that way. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And I, I do believe that this time that, as you mentioned, we are all locked down and, and done without the chance to, to have the noise of the milonga, the noise of the people. Mm -hmm. It's a moment to, to really think, what I'm doing with tango, what the tango is giving me, what do I miss tango? And, and that is the answer. And that is when, when that tango will touch you for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Marcelo, how, what was your first tango lesson like? My first tango lesson? <laughs> <laughs> there is a place here called La Feria de Mataderos, it's a, a Mataderos Fair. Mm -hmm. It's a neighborhood fair close to the Mataderos, which is a really traditional neighborhood. In that fair, there is a handmade stuff for, for an artist. Mm -hmm. And as well, there is a food and there is a performance of folklore. And I was living really close by. And my dad loved it. For him, we wanted to go every weekend because it was just weekends, right? Mm -hmm. So once uh, we went there and there was a tango lesson there for mm -hmm. free for a teacher that is local teacher of the area. And he was in a corner with the tango lesson. Tango, tango lesson. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking already to do some tango because for the university, uh, I was uh, I studied international trade, so I needed mm -hmm. to do something that belonged to my culture in order to show it when I travel. So I was there, I was watching the this guy teaching, and there was a bunch of old ladies there dancing and a couple of guys. And I went there, uh, I said to the guy, may I try? I said, please, please, come, come, come. <laughs> So he showed me the basic step, mm -hmm. the eight count basic step. Mm -hmm. And he was really smart because he didn't correct me much. Mm -hmm. He just uh, encouraged me. I was not doing, I mean, my first tango lesson, the first time that I do the basic step, the first time that I lead. I mean, I certainly sucked. <laughs> and, but but the, the teacher was really smart because he didn't point that uh, that to me. Mm -hmm. Instead, he said, "Good job, good job, you did very well, very well." And then, in one moment, he stopped. He stopped. Close, came to me and said, "You know, you should try more because you have a really good musicality." And I eat it up. <laughs> that was a chamucho argentino. I don't know. You know how it means that the sweet talking. Ah. Sweet talking, <laughs> and I didn't. I did believe it. I thought, "Wow, mm -hmm. I have some rhythm, so I should try." And and that was my first lesson mm. of tango. <laughs> nice. So, uh, what made you want to keep keep doing it? I think that in that time I didn't really know why, consciously, but in my heart I knew that it's a challenge, and I. Art form that will help me to to improve my life. Yeah, yeah. That is something that in deep inside I I felt it, mm -hmm. but in that time I didn't know how to explain it. Yeah, yeah. So how did you find more places for uh, for tango lessons after that? You know that was the only that guy that lesson was 
just Saturdays. Okay. And it was a pain in the butt to go because mm. I needed to go two buses and the, the neighborhood was not nice. Everybody oh. knows Buenos Aires, Mataderos in 1996, <laughs> 1997. It was a rough neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And and I was going there mm -hmm. Saturdays at night and it was a pain. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was fun. I thought, okay, I will do it like for a couple of months, then done. <laughs> and then my this teacher said to me, hey, I'm I'm opening a new place on Wednesday, in a in a more complicated place to 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 arrive, more uh, no location friendly. I don't know how to say it. Mm -hmm. And and he said, I would love you, you to come because I have some young ladies that. It will be fun for you to dance with, mm -hmm. because most of the, the ladies that were dancing in in the in Matadero was they were like old. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, for a change, I, I I can support my teacher. I can I can see new people. Mm -hmm. So I went and was one of the gorgeous ladies I ever seen. <laughs> yes, she she's my friend now. She's mm -hmm. one of my best friends, Mara, mm -hmm. and that keep me more hooked for a couple of more months. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So was this at a studio, or was this uh, where, where did this last, these new lessons take place? The first lesson was in the Club Mataderos, Club Chicago, which is in front of the Mataderos Club. Mm -hmm. It's a famous. There is songs written about that. Okay. That place, and and the second one was a gym there in mm -hmm. Avenida Alberdi, mm -hmm. close, not so close, but in the same neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a simple gym. Nice. What did your parents think of you uh, taking tango lessons? Oh my lord, that is a funny story. <laughs> when I told my mom first that I was going to take the lesson in that time, my dad, he, he loved tango. And I explained to him that I was doing it because my my career. Because if I travel, I will uh, I want to show something of my culture. And he said, ah, it's fine. And dancing is fun too. Just do it. Then when I told my mom that I was taking just tango, taking tango lessons, she said, oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. And the fact, why do you need to, why, why? She was wondering and thinking until I started to go to the second tango lesson, right? Mm -hmm. And then she, she took me apart and she said, Marcelo, I need to talk to you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Do you have some issues that you want to talk? <laughs> no. Why? I know that you'll start to like to go and dancing and tango, but... I wonder if you have some issues with women. <laughs> I, no, ma, I, I, I'm straight. I really decided. I said, no, I know that you are straight, but I know that maybe you want to go to the tango because you are not really good talking with women. What? <laughs> what do you mean? And, and then she said, yeah, because you know tango is dark, it's all this prostitute. And... And, I, and maybe that's why you are going because you like you are scared to have a relationship and you prefer to be with the prostitutes. <laughs> that is the image mm -hmm. of, for the society about tango at that yeah. time. Yeah, that that, that image. Mm -hmm. Now I, I heard that wasn't actually true. That many years ago, the writer, you know, Borges he just wrote about tango and prostitutes, but just kind of in one of the stories, but then people assumed it was true. But then I heard that it was more, more of a kind of a myth. Mm. Or I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. 
in tangos, you know something very interesting about the Argentinians mm. is that they we are really good in sweet talking people. Okay. <laughs> really good. We can sell amazing stories mm-hmm. and and one of the stories that the tango was not related with prostitutes and it, and actually it wasn't it's like it was it wasn't it mm-hmm. was it wasn't that's okay. the story okay in the beginning yes it was related because it wasn't for the it was dancing in in, in, in burdels i don't know how to name in english yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah it was danced there nobody knows where it was born but it was mm-hmm. danced there because it's a popular dance right then it was not because then when when tango became more popular thanks to the pope blessing it's <laughs> another story too there's funny story mm-hmm. the society accepted Mm-hmm. So they became like normal, and you can see the movies, you can see the, the history record about that time, mm-hmm. or the, the, the fairs, the carnivals, there was not, nothing to do with the prostitution mm-hmm. in that time. Then the tango became forbidden for the military government, uh-huh. and, that became, and that became an underground event too, mm-hmm. again. So they became, uh, as a, it became an underground art form, Mm-hmm. He went again to the bordels and all <laughs> other places too. Mm-hmm. So that is where my mom born, and that is what the society thought about the tango in that ah, time. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Many of the old people, tangueros, that I was talking with, Carlitos Perez, he's one of the few ones. Carlitos Perez, for the people who's listening, is one of the few really old milongueros and great master mm-hmm. of tango. He's around 80, 84, I think. Mm-hmm. I took a lesson with him and he loved to talk. And he said that many of the Tango people that they are around the world now, that they are older, he said that he never saw them in the Milonga, that he started to saw them really late in the in the new era. Ah. So we need to take care with who we talk to <laughs> about the story of Tango. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stories. It's really, really fascinating here. Yeah, so as you were, you studied with many, many masters, Marcelo. So what is some really good advice that you've gotten that changed your dancing? Oof, how many? Mm-hmm. The ones that I, my main, my main teacher was Rodolfo Dinsel. Mm-hmm. And when I was learning in, with the old guy in the Pataderos, mm-hmm. he was about leader and follower. In that time, he was talking about women and, and men, right? right? The men was, according to the, the tradition, who leads. Mm-hmm. So the men need to do this, the men need to do that, the men need to do that. So there was a lot of pressure in, in, as a dancer in, in my role as a, as a male, as a leader in this time. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Cacho, I went to Dinsel Studio, and he was the first one to tell me, Tango is 50-50. And I didn't understand at that time what it meant because I was used to have the concept that I, as a leader, as a male, I need to lead all the time. Mm -hmm. So that is one of the the advices that stick in my head and I practice it because Dinsel was one of the few ones who said it and did it. Mm -hmm. Not everybody. Everybody was saying it, but everybody do it. Mm Uh, other nice advice that I had with Carlitos Perez actually mm-hmm. he said do less mm. do less and that was a really nice way to put what I, I was doing because in my technique of walking I was trying to do so perfect and so this contradiction that many tangeros we have right mm-hmm. we need to be really elegant but relaxed yeah 
no, but yes, I don't know. And then he, the, the, the clue that he gave me and helped me is was do less. And it was beautiful, beautiful message. And another message, other other advice, mm -hmm. it, it was from Nito Elba. Nito Elba, once he was teaching, Nito Elba is one of the old Milongueros, right? And he he's huge. He's a big dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he loves to do uh, planeos ah. and, and rosques. And, and, and I was watching him and... He was leading uh, Elsa, the, the wife, which is a large lady too. Mm -hmm. and, and I asked him, how do you do it? And he looked at me and said, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> it was the first Nike advertising that I <laughs> Yeah. And that was interesting too. Wow. I have many. So I chose yeah. these two. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that idea of, of just do it. I mean, it's, it seems kind of weird but at the same time it's it's very true i mean like you said a lot of us we try to control every movement and you can't you have to let go just a little bit and uh that's one of the challenges yeah. of, of tango yeah yeah a lot of that i, I found personally and i think a lot of other um people have mentioned this too is that 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 idea of letting go is not really um a physical issue it's more like something in you know in my head Ah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That is something interesting if we go a, a, a little deeper in the art form. Yeah. Tango cannot escape our society ambience that we are growing up. Mm -hmm. So this is something interesting that I notice now uh, after uh, traveling around the world and, and have the chances to live in different societies. Mm -hmm. when at the, there is a really um, unfair way to judge tango with the Argentinian perspective. Mm -hmm. As the tangueros, all the tangueros, they were saying the famous phrase, no, that is not tango. It is not the tango that they are used to, like these old milongueros that they are in, in Buenos Aires. Because here in Argentina, we are not so scared to do, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is our society, how it works, right? It's, it's a chaos. Everybody's doing it mm -hmm. their own pace, and it's a, is really a chaos at the same time it's nice chaos mm -hmm. at the same time when I travel around the world I see and I felt the pressure that society gives to the society itself mm -hmm. one of the one of the people that is here listening from the state this is a beautiful phrase but at the same time it's like a sort of double edge mm -hmm. that the the concept of hard work that sounds beautiful if when somebody wants to motivate somebody, mm -hmm. at the same time, it's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. Other other phrase that I hear in the States a lot is uh, good, the good, good, be good, or do good, or be good according to what? It's a phrase that is really deep in the society. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. And when you see that phrases in the tango world, because they cannot escape that phrases, that social cultural mm -hmm. pressure that is taught. So you see the dancers working hard mm -hmm. or trying to do the good thing. And well, sometimes works nice and sometimes don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think you I think you're right. I mean, when you see, you know, a lot of students, you know, a lot of people who are who come to tango, they're very smart people, like you said, very hardworking. So they sort of apply what works at their jobs to tango. 
and that's doesn't always it doesn't always work <laughs> it doesn't always no work out no no yeah. no, no and that is one why i think that tango search for you because i do believe that if they are then dancing tango is because tango is calling them for a reason mm -hmm. to learn how to let it go to learn how to embrace somebody to learn something about their their own path in life so tango is calling them in order to help them to develop mm -hmm. something that they need to learn yeah. for one concrete example that will resonate in, in, in some of the listeners mm -hmm. is that uh, I was in Japan, right? And beautiful culture, beautiful food. Or, I, mean, I, look, I love the food that I was there. <laughs> so I was in the in a private. A couple came to, to a private in Japan, and, and I asked them, okay, how can I help you? So the, the husband said, I want to learn how to talk with my lady, for my, with my follower, with my wife, and in the dancing. Mm -hmm. What I understood is that they want to improve the communication in the dance, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, explain me more. Yes, I want when I dance, I want her to feel free to say what she wants to say. Ah, nice. That is really kind of you. And I asked the wife, "And you, what do you want to work with me today?" Mm -hmm. And she said, "Repeat it word by word what the husband was saying." <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. So mm -hmm. I was thinking, it's interesting that they are searching something that is really clear that is not working. <laughs> not in general, just in life, right? Right. That was fascinating. So how is the culture involved and how people there in Tango want to go out of that change of the culture, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, it's great because you've you've traveled to Japan, you to United States, to many other other places. Uh, so when you're working with students, you know that we can be in very very different countries. But as a teacher, do you see uh, certain mistakes that people make in every, no matter what culture they're from, that you sort of have to keep correcting? Yes, I they, I don't know if the same mistake, mm -hmm. but I I. I do see the same wanderings. Okay. But this is something a little more friendly to say because all of us we do mistakes. Yeah. And what I understand, I took it as a wandering. For instance, there is this sensation of relaxation. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to relax. That is really interesting. And many of the lessons, many privates, many many group are lessons. They say, okay, no, what I have. Example, right? A dialogue. Yes, I, I learn. I, I know what you mean, but this is. I need to be relaxed. Yes, I know because my teacher told me. Oh, I don't go to Germany. Yes, I know. I need to be more relaxed because to be more fluid. Mm -hmm. It's that word, and everywhere, and and they want to learn what to do or how to do this relax. Mm -hmm. And I have a story too that will will show this this idea. I have my uh, ex girlfriend. And she, she, we were in Germany, right? And and she was telling the story that she was taking a lesson with a very famous teacher in one festival, mm -hmm. and she was nervous, of course, because it was the first time that she was in front of that teacher. Yeah. And and they start to dance, and then the teacher told her, "Relax, relax." <laughs> I'm a girlfriend. Freak out inside of her, mm -hmm. put herself more tense, and she started to say, "I'm relaxed." I am relaxed, and with all this nervousness, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
outside of her. So it's, if that is interesting as a, as a, as a picture, mm-hmm. how bad the work relaxes affect our psyche. Yeah. When, when any of us, we are in a stress situation for any reason, and somebody comes and tells tell us, relax, mm-hmm. make us freak out more. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, and I think that relaxing, it's, it's something you actually have to practice, not just in tango. Because I remember, you know, growing up, like, uh, I used to play the piano. My teacher would always say, relax your shoulders. I start taking tango, relax your shoulders. And my driving, you <laughs> there know, you my are. wife says, yeah. relax your shoulders. Yeah, so I mean, I really have to practice it all the time. <laughs> you know, at least it's just the shoulders, you know, driving, sitting. I will invite you to do this game okay. uh, to the audience, audience too. Yeah. This is a moment where we need to rethink tango in many ways. And something I'm noticing in, in the tango ambience now, in my teaching, in my lesson that I'm doing by Zoom or uh, international, there is some fight against all uh, words and concepts. Mm-hmm. For instance, the leader and follower. Tango society itself is searching a new concept that is more functional for the time now, yeah. according to the leader and follower. This is one word. Other word that as well I am trying to change is this word relax. Mm-hmm. And here comes the game. In, all of us, we travel by plane, right? Yeah. All of us, we travel to somewhere. Mm-hmm. And in the moment of landing, sometimes we feel this, the air and the wind, and we feel the, the, the plane shaking. Mm-hmm. And it's a scary moment. It's not easy moment. It's a scary moment. Mm-hmm. What kind of pilot do you want to have? <laughs> do you want a pilot mm-hmm. that is relaxed? Or the wine, do you want a pilot that is calm? Mm-hmm. What is the pilot that you, Joe, wants? Yeah. You want a pilot which is relaxed or is a pilot that is calm? Probably one that's calm. Exactly. Most of us we were like, because the image that comes to our man, mm-hmm. mind, in my case, I will put my words in this case. <laughs> I associate the word relax mm-hmm. with a cup of wine in the beach or in the couch watching some, some movies. Mm-hmm. I don't want my my pilot to be in that mindset. <laughs> right, as long as you're not on the plane, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want him to be calm. Yeah. And, and what do you understand by calm, Joe? Yeah. Well, you're calm. You're still focused. You know. That. You're paying that attention. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so interesting. This is the game that I want to propose. Mm-hmm. When when. When, when any of us, in the moment when you are driving, for instance, uh, Joe, that you are giving me that that, mm-hmm. that example, and when we feel that we start to get the stress, start to use the word calm. Mm-hmm. And immediately you will notice the breathing. When we think the word calmness, immediately the breath kick in. And that is so interesting. So I invite you guys mm-hmm. to do this exercise, this game, and then when we are going to practice and feel this sensation of stress, <laughs> mm-hmm. take the word calm mm-hmm. and start to use it in those moments. Mm-hmm. And you will notice that the breathing comes along and no teacher will tell you breathe no more. Yeah, because when you say calm, I bet everyone listening, they, they immediately just started breathing more deeply. Yeah, this is the key, guys. This is a, private, a free private lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
you know that many times this is another phrase that comes to along to 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 many tango 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 ambience. Mm-hmm. Breathe, just breathe. You when you walk, just breathe. Mm-hmm. I am not breathing because I feel him falling and, and I'm mm-hmm. stressed and, and that's a help neither. So right. calm. Mm-hmm. Just for the calm. The breathing comes. Yes, calm versus relax. That's a very good way. Uh, of thinking about it and that's yeah it's good it's giving us uh, some mental exercise which is very very important yeah so marcel that's a great way of looking at this so speaking of new things you know maybe over the last few months or maybe even years uh, what's something new that you have learned i learned so many things for for the people mm-hmm. that is something that i really love about this work the chance to travel around the world and, and, and see different societies, I learned that not society has the truth, mm-hmm. that every society has a part of the truth and have the chance to, to travel and meet new people, for me, is like a, a treasure hunting. And, and I, I do love it. One of the things that I learned, uh, uh, other concrete example, mm-hmm. is words. Words. and concepts. Mm-hmm. Something that I learned from the States, for instance, it is validation. I love that concept from the States. Validation, that word. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we use here in Argentina, the concept of validation. That is a beautiful word. It's positive. It is friendly. I, 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 I love it. Other, other really interesting thing that I learned in, 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 in Germany mm-hmm. was that they don't use much the gender when they in the words mm-hmm. as a language. And was was really revealing for me that because in, in Spanish, we, we have a gender for almost every noun. Right. So as a mindset, we associate this the word with female and male mm-hmm. concept. But in the German language, and in English too, but it's not so so deep there. Mm-hmm. But in German, yes, it, it is more no gender, just a noun, mm-hmm. and that is that changed my way of teaching. Mm-hmm. Yes, and in there are many, 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 many other ideas that come to my mind. That is yeah. something that I learned that came in my head. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, when you go to different cultures and they all love tango, and then but you learn little differences and. And similarities as well. Yeah. So, Marcelo, what was maybe early in your tango journey, what was a bad habit you used to have and how did you uh, fix it? Well, one of the bad habits that I had was to try to know it all. Mm. And that comes with my culture too, Argentina, and especially uh, as a Buenos Aires person. Like that is something that's happening in all big cities, like Rome. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes people from in Italy. Nobody likes people like Rome. <laughs> in Paris, nobody likes people from Paris. Mm-hmm. In New York, the same. In the yeah. States, <laughs> Buenos Aires, the same. I mean, we are real dickheads. Sorry for the word. We are. We are like that. We we mm-hmm. tend to think that we know it all. Mm-hmm. And, and something that I learned through this life is and, and tango journey is to accept that I don't know 
all. I don't. I, I, and I don't need to know it all. The funny is the fun part is to learn on the way. Mm -hmm. So that is something that I needed to coming back to the beginning of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Let it go. One of the things that let it go. Mm -hmm. And that, that is something beautiful. In my case, I love it. Yeah, I think that's that's good. That's some, sometimes it's okay to say I don't know. Yeah, I remember one time I was teaching a class and a student wanted to know the specific colgada. Mm -hmm. And I understand what it was, but I, I said, you know what, I know what you're doing, but I, I don't know this well enough to teach it. And you're like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. that's all right. <laughs> and I felt very yeah. relieved. So, yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Something interesting, other way to, to, to put it is, I don't know, but I can do it in this way. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the right way, but at least this is how I could do it. Yeah, there is another way as well to present it mm -hmm. without saying, "Oh, this is the way," or "This is how it's done." Yeah. No, it may be, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. We'll try. <laughs> yeah. So, Marcelo, how did you start teaching? You know, again, it was an accident. Mm. It was so fascinating accident. Uh, I was in Dinsel Place working with my with my partner in that time. We were doing our, our rehearse. I never thought about teaching. It was not in my head. It was in that time. I was not even thinking to be a professional in tango. Mm -hmm. I was just having fun and, and enjoying the, 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 the time with my friends and, and, and so uh, yeah. And my and my girlfriend at that time. And and then this couple from Sweden mm -hmm. was watching us practicing. So they. When we stop and have a break, they came to us and said, "We want to learn from you. Can you teach us?" Oh. That was the, that was the beginning of my teaching life, and, and as a as a private group, right? So this was my private, and people they they like how we teach, and the other, they brought another friend, so blah blah blah. <laughs> and then yeah, it was really interesting. That was worthwhile. Uh, recommendation base, mm -hmm. and then I was teaching here, there. It was not, no, it was not my, my, it was not my jam mm -hmm. to teach group calls. And then there was a, this project called uh, Tango Brujo. I don't know if you hear about that. Tango Brujo was one of the main schools in the 2000, mm. at the beginning of the 2000, yeah. uh, where, where the 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 new talent start to be more popular, mm -hmm. and AI with Paul and Dana was created. A businessman saw the opportunity and created a brand called Tango Brujo. Mm -hmm. and that brand was for shoes, clothes, and uh, Tango School. Mm -hmm. This guy brought Gaston Torelli as a as a director of the school. Mm -hmm. We are talking about 2001, 2000. Three, two thousand two. I don't remember that time, but it was around that time. Okay. So where the tango, where the tango was exploding in Buenos Aires mm. uh, after the crisis, and the, 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 the Europeans, American, Asian, Russian, they were coming to Buenos Aires. Mm. A bunch of people. So Gaston, we were friends. We were like we belong our friends, and he said that he wanted to create a new school, mm. and he came to me because I was one of the most strange dancers in the Milonga. <laughs> sure. No, I was I was going to the Milonga with my orange shirt, mm -hmm. my Adidas sneaker, and my workout pants. Nice. It was weird because I was in the in the workout in that moment. I was really fit in the time. Mm -hmm. Not like now, like I'm a little. <laughs> that's another comment. You know, 
<laughs> so at that time I was going to the milonga. You can see me dancing with the orange shirt mm -hmm. in, in Biluta. Imagine with these lights, with this of time, at mm -hmm. time. So he come to me and said, Chino, do you, do you want to work in Tango Brujo with me? Or what is Tango Brujo? I didn't know. It's a school that I want you to, to be part of. Of course. And I didn't, I said yes without knowing really what the hell was that. And was <laughs> Gaston, was Matias Facio, and me. We were the three first teachers in that oh. school. Mm -hmm. And Tango Brujo. Matias Facio now. Matias Facio is in, in Germany. Okay. Gaston is in Buenos Aires. And I am uh, uh, I am traveling a lot about here in Berlin, Buenos Aires. And that was my beginner uh, year of as a, as a Grupal teacher. Mm he -hmm. was fascinated. Yeah. We made a lot of noise. For people who are in that time, I don't know, the listeners, Tango Brujo was was a game changer in, in the tango in that time. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's great because the late 90s, 2000s, that was such a great time to get into tango just to see how, how much it exploded. I mean, yeah, I started teaching. Uh, dancing in 2000 so I didn't know what was going on so but I just saw all these wonderful things happening I'm like wow but looking back it's so it's so fascinating yeah there is there there was a moment in, in, in that time mm -hmm. uh, Tango Brujo was the first one for instance who who introduced the con this shoe that was flexible mm -hmm. really flexible and kind of like really light yeah uh, and we were the ones that I don't know <laughs> If you see Gaston in that time, videos of Gaston in that time, my videos in that time, Matias Fasch in that time, I think that we were the ones that they brought the, now I can tell from outside, right? Mm -hmm. The way that embraced that the left hand, instead to be facing to the follower, it was facing the roof. Yeah. Like a waiter, mm -hmm. waiter. We were the ones that, Brought, so I'm apologize. I'm so sorry for that time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so Marcel, I got to ask. You were in Ithaca, New York, for a little while. Yes. Okay. I I went to school there, so I have a lot of uh, emotional ties to Ithaca. So what brought you to Ithaca of all places? <laughs> Alejandro and Tess. I don't really know them. They are part of the tango community there, and okay. they we were. I think was in San Francisco Tango Marathon. Mm. In one of the marathons, mm -hmm. we were. I was dancing, and I met Alejandra. I met Tess. We have. We were talking, and then they invited me to Ithaca, <laughs> and then I talked with Tango, Tango George. Yes, mm -hmm. and then I said, "Do you want to go to Ithaca?" And I thought, "Where is Ithaca?" First, <laughs> Greece. No, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I thought yeah. Greece. <laughs> Sound like a Greek, a Greek name. <laughs> And they said, no, isn't there in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I love, I do, one of the things that I do love is to go to these corners of the planet where nobody thinks that would be tango there, mm -hmm. just to check it out. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. And I, that is one of the reasons why I went to Ithaca. Nice. And, and besides that, I love Alejandro and Tess, that they are so nice and such a friendly couple. Mm-hmm. Ithaca. yeah, all the hills and yeah, it's a really, it's a really fascinating little place. Yeah. And I, this is who doesn't know Ithaca. There is, I would love to give you the, the name, but they, they took me to a restaurant 
that the owner is the the one they cook and, and serve is beautiful beautiful place and I hope that it's doing well in this time uh, that I try the best budin de pan I don't know how the name in English budin de pan bread budin oh that I ever tried in my life mm. I'm talking about I was in Italy and I eat everything in Italy mm. and it was much better than Italy ah, was. Wow. So, anybody who is listening loves bread pudding, you should go to Ithaca. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> you need to go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of good memories of Ithaca. I think I graduated just before Tango started there. So, I just missed the Tango in Ithaca. Wow. Oh, what, yeah. what did you study? I studied film and Spanish. Oh, really? Yeah. And I went to Ithaca College. And uh, nice. yeah, my brother went to Cornell, so right across the hill. So. Yeah, but I hear there's there are tango clubs there now at, at those schools and um, and milongas and things like that. So maybe I should go back yeah. and visit. It's friendly, really friendly, really yeah. kind people. Yeah, it's a it's a great place. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Marcelo, this has been a lot of fun. Where do we find out more about you online? You can find me in my Facebook page, Marcelo El Chino Gutierrez. Mm -hmm. My my normal page, my my web page is. Pechelo.com, P-E-C-H-E-L-O, and you can find me there. And I'm doing a lot of things now, mm -hmm. I'm doing, so you will hear from me from Facebook. I need to go more to Instagram, which is more for young people, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, well, Marcelo, this has been great. I hope to meet you in person sometime. That would be awesome, man. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. And thank you so much. Thank you. We'll keep in touch. And uh, yeah, I'll make sure uh, your website is in our show notes so people will be able to look you up and learn more about you and take classes from you. Yes. And as well as a, as a, as a life coach, I'm using some of the coaching in the lesson too. So somebody wants to try something different, mm. check me out. Great. Great. Okay. Well, Marcelo, thank you again again for taking the time. It's, uh, it's great to, to finally talk to you. And yeah, stay safe. You too, and everybody, a big hug, and and invite you to, in this moment of solitude, regroup, embrace ourselves, mm -hmm. by ourselves. Some love, some care, and keep in touch, and keep the tango evolving. Yes. Thank you so much for your work, Joe. This is amazing for all of us. Oh, it's fun. We really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Okay, that was fun. It was great hearing Marcelo's story and learning how he got into tango. And I liked what he said about discovering tango and that we don't find tango, but tango finds us. We've talked about that idea many times before on this podcast, and I'm sure most of you listening can identify with that sentiment. But when tango calls us or seeks us out, it's not just so we can learn a really great dance. Marcelo points out that there's probably something else in our life, such as a problem or some sort of need, that requires attention. And learning this dance will either address that directly or bring it to the surface. For me personally, tango grabbed me the way that it grabbed most of you. And when I started getting into it, learning it also revealed a lot of problems with confidence that I was having. Tango made that problem clear, and I was able to start working on that issue. And it's really helpful to be able to work on solving personal issues through an activity that happens to be really fun. And I also liked what Marcelo said about being calm versus being relaxed. 
As a teacher, I was definitely guilty of telling students to relax whenever I sensed they were tensing up. But telling someone to relax is not helpful. It's much more effective to tell someone to be calm. Calm is something you have more power over. In tango or in many other areas of life, we're going to get nervous. We might even be scared. We can't control how scared or nervous we are. And in most cases, tango-related or not, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be nervous, but we can choose to be calm. Calm is not the absence of fear, but it is the smartest option while we're trying to get through whatever trouble we're in. So thank you again, Marcelo, for sharing your thoughts and for taking the time to chat with me. Much appreciated. And a big thank you to all you listeners for tuning in. It really means a lot that you've made the time to listen to this show. And since we're on the subject of staying calm, if you want to really test your calming skills in a situation where it will serve you well, be sure to check out my online course on demystifying back saccadas. Yes, this is a step that you can do. I will show you how. Just visit healthytango.com to get started. Okay, that's it for today. You've been listening to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm Joe Yang, and I'll talk to you again soon.